Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 11 of Our Minute Man Moment and Airman's Podcast. I'm Sergeant Rolls and I'm your host for this week's episode. Today I have with me Melody, who is my counterpart, and I have Senior Master Sergeant Crawford from the Wing Safety Office. Welcome, guys. How's everybody doing today? Hello, hello. Hello. All right, so today we're here to talk about uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up next Thursday, and we all know that we're going to have some safety talks because we're going to be traveling, we're going to be cooking, we're going to be around a lot of people, maybe doing things we're not supposed to do. Um, and JD's going to be here talking to us about how to be safe if you're going to be doing things uh, with family or friends or traveling. We're also going to talk today about Thanksgiving. Um, how about food? Uh, we're going to talk about food. I mean, that's basically why we have Thanksgiving is to eat food, right? That's correct. So we're going to talk about how to cook your turkey, what's favorite way, um, favorite sides, weird traditions, anything like that. So um, so it's going to be an interesting podcast. And I encourage all of you guys listening to share your recipes with everybody because you never know when somebody uh, – Somebody's looking for a good recipe. Do, we need and, to have do not share grandma's secret recipes before no. grandma has passed because grandma will cut you out of the will. I've seen it happen. That's not good. That's no, not good. Do we not. need to have a disclaimer on this podcast? It might get a little out of hand. No. Okay. No. Maybe afterwards. Maybe we'll do a banner across. Like Maybe, sh- yeah. Like a disc. It just, but it just says disclaimer. It doesn't say what the disclaimer is. Oh, then everyone's going to wonder what the disclaimer exactly. is. Exactly. So it'll be like Im- implored to listen. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. So, I want to talk about something that's really important to me. Um, Thanksgiving sides. That is probably more important to me than the turkey. I want to know what your guys' favorite Thanksgiving sides are or something weird that you guys cook or I don't know. You have got to have deviled eggs. Got to have them. At Thanksgiving? Yes. That's an Easter thing. No, it's not an Easter thing. Deviled eggs. You're in Arkansas. That's, you have to have them. That is the weirdest side that I've ever heard of for Thanksgiving. The, no. the difference is, is that at Easter, you are supposed to dye them pastel colors like every other good self-respecting Southern person. Uh, and then Thanksgiving, you can just use the regular white eggs. Yes. That's strange. Deviled eggs. Mm. Nah, I don't think that fits in. Cranberry sauce. Do you like homemade like cranberry sauce? Like you get cranberries and you boil them and stuff like that? Or do you get them from a can? I just get the can. You just get the can? Just get the can. I've done both. I just get the can too, but I like the jelly cranberries where you can like slice them because they have those little lines. I and it tells you the lines too. Yeah, so you're like, okay, <laughs> this is how thick it has to be. So you have to slice right on those lines. That's the only way to do it because if you get too much, then all you can taste is like cranberry. Like if you mix it with uh, your turkey or whatever it is. But then if it's too little, it's just not enough, right? So. so I make the entire Thanksgiving meal all my by myself every year. This is my favorite holiday. This is my jam. Thanksgiving is, in fact, a competition, and I win every single year. I have pictures to prove it. But uh, I was prove legit. Prove it or it didn't happen. Well, I mean, it's a podcast, so our listeners might not be able to see pictures, but I'll show you pictures. And I mean, come find me, guys. I'll show you pictures. I was in my mid-30s, <laughs> though, before someone, like, tried to help me in the kitchen and they took the cranberry sauce out of the can and, like, mushed it up into what it looks like if you <gasps> actually make the gelled cranberries. 
rude. I, I had no idea that people did that. I thought everyone just sliced it on the line That's so you could have the slices. I thought I thought unless you made it, and I have made it from just cranberries and sugar before. Yeah. But I thought that was the only way that it would be, you know, kind of mashed up. And, and I mean, first of all, I kicked that person out of my kitchen. They've, they've yeah. never been allowed back into my kitchen. Uh, I'm not sure if I've allowed them back to Thanksgiving yet. But um, I just didn't know anyone did not slice on the lines from the can. Yeah, I would totally be upset about that. But you, you know one of the good good tips we can give everybody because it happened to me a few years ago is you need to make sure that you're buying what you need because you do yeah. not want to go to the grocery store on Thanksgiving day looking for the French cut green beans. Yes. Because you're not going to find them. You're not going to find them. No. Nope. Won't. And you're not finding a cranberry sauce. Yep. I actually went last week and bought a turkey and I bought all the things that I knew people were going to be buying like last minute or whatever. I bought um, the French green beans, or French cut green beans, cream of mushroom. Yes. I bought those uh, French onion thingies to put on top of the uh, green bean casserole. And I bought uh, lots of cranberry. And then um, I bought a few other things that I knew were going to be gone, you know, the week of Thanksgiving. Because that's when everybody's going to shop, right? Oh, so. yeah. They're going to be buying that stuff up. Yep. So how are you cooking your turkey? Or is I, Dave cooking it? Dave is not cooking the turkey. Nobody's allowed to cook the turkey but me. I am roasting it, but I usually do a, a brine overnight, and then I um, just do, like, butter and herbs uh, in over the top of it, and then I just roast it according to the package direction. I'm, not, I'm not thrifty with to, turkey. To ensure food safety guidelines. That's right. Yes. That's right. Safety. And I use a meat thermometer. <laughs> What is so you want to make sure it's 165 degrees? Make yes. sure it's completely cooked. And I put it into the fat side of the biggest side of the turkey, whatever the, the turkey dro- breast, the, where the most meat is. Yeah, the yeah that thing. Well, you know, a lot of folks deep fry the turkeys, and I think that's one reason you know I'm here is because we have a lot of a lot of incidents that happen when you're deep frying turkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it it takes a lot of attention. Your how much oil that you're putting in the reservoir. You always need to make sure that when you're deep frying a turkey, you do not deep fry a frozen turkey. You need to make sure it's 100% thawed before you put it in the oil. But again, what happens most of the time when people are, you know, when it goes wrong is they've either overfilled the oil reservoir or they put a frozen turkey in there or both, and that oil gets hot, and then once it overflows and hits that open flame, then you have a fire. A lot of injuries. I think, Melly, we were talking about it, about 450 house fires or mishaps fire-related during Thanksgiving holidays. So, again, you need to watch out when you're deep-frying turkeys. Do it away from the house. Don't do it in the garage. Don't do it on the back patio. Get the deep-fryer well away from the house, out on the driveway, somewhere where if you do have a mishap, you're not going to burn your house down. You know. So, again, just use caution. But one of the coolest things that I saw this past weekend was we were up deer hunting up in North Arkansas, and one of the guys had a air fryer, a charbroil, air fryer that he cooked a 14-pound turkey in that was absolutely absolutely delicious. Hmm. Air fryer. Yep. Hmm. No grease, no nothing. You put it in the air fryer. It is 10 minutes per pound. He had pre-injected it with the Tony Sacheries and, and some other injectables. It was moist. It was absolutely wonderful. I don't think I've ever seen an air fryer big enough to uh, air fry a turkey. It's, so. it's pretty big. I mean, it's... That's, that's probably because you and I 
collect turkeys the same way. Which one is the biggest? That's exactly what I do. the bigger the turkey, the prettier the picture of my Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. I, um, I actually am like, okay, which one costs the most money? But then I'm always like, okay, well, how, uh, how much do I want to because I want to have leftovers. Like, you can't not have turkey leftovers. You got to right? have a turkey sandwich. Yep. Got to make And turkey and dumplings. Yeah, turkey yep, and dumplings. Yep. Got to do that too. So, that's another uh, thing that I have to take into consideration is, you know, the amount of food that my um, three, uh, three children uh, consume, including my man child, and um, how much leftovers we want. Because I do want to make the turkey and dumpling, turkey sandwiches. I like getting those little. Kings Hawaiian sweet breads. Oh, you know? yeah, make some sliders. sliders. Make yes. those sliders. There we yep. go. Yep, yep. So that's always something that I need to take into consideration, too. So I get the biggest one I can. The other day when I got my turkey, there was an old lady there that um, she was also looking for the biggest turkey she could find. And I gave her the 25-pound turkey, and I took the 24-pound. Thank you for not stiff-arming an old lady and pushing her out of the way and taking the 25-pound turkey. Thank you for being a good human. You're welcome. But, you know, one thing, too, you know, we go back to cooking a turkey in the oven, and my mother will not be listening to this, so that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But she was taking the turkey out of the oven, and she had it in one of the foam pans. When Mm -hmm. she picked it up, it folded and the and the all the the juice and the oil, she had second third degree burns oh down her chest and down her leg, from wow. when the the pan the the full pan folded in half. So again, use caution. You know when you're pulling that out of the oven. Right. Well, and I was gonna I was gonna say um, twice in in my winning Thanksgiving. I didn't let these challenges define my my victories that year, but. Uh, twice, two other helpful souls walked through and tried to check on the turkey, and one person spilled juice in the bottom of the oven and almost caught the oven on fire. And then the other one, I, I really, um, I, I wasn't in the kitchen, obviously, so I, I, this is why no one else gets to be in the kitchen while I'm cooking. But uh, my husband and his best friend decided to check on the turkey for me, and somehow they had the, um, we had gotten one of the turkeys that had the pop-out timer that year. Yeah. Somehow the string popped out and caught fire in the in the oven, <laughs> briefly, because there wasn't oh. much string to, to be on fire, just enough for them to come grab me off of the back porch and say, hey, the kitchen's on fire. Uh, so I just wanted to point out that, that it's not just people that are deep frying their turkeys. You can certainly catch your oven on fire uh, yeah. while you're roasting a turkey, too. So, and especially, and I use, I use butter too, and so that's that's what obviously when whoever it was that was trying to be helpful and check on my turkey, they spilled some of that butter, which is yeah. just kind of greasy and. Yep, got to be careful. Hey, uh, what did the mother turkey say to her disobedient oh children? <laughs> I don't know. What did the mother turkey say? If your father could see you now, he'd turn over in his gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, what did the turkey oh boy. say to the computer? Well, I don't know. What did the turkey say to the computer? Google, Google, Google. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about the cooking, you know, and the food. So we, some of the sides, the deviled eggs, the the. The green, green bean, bean casserole. Green bean casserole, mm-hmm. our turkeys. I make it twice a year, and that, that is my favorite side. What about mashed potatoes and giblet gravy? Yep, I make those too. Ew. Ooh, it's oh. good. It's wonderful. Giblet gravy. Why don't you just buy it from a can? I do that also. So I people buy, have options. 
I buy mine from like the little jars because I just don't have time. Little, to the little Heinz jars are the, the That's best what I ones. Get. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just like I'm like okay, I because I am the I am the chef on Thanksgiving, so I need to prioritize my time and my energy towards like the good the the important foods like the mashed potatoes or. If you guys, do you guys eat rutabagas during Thanksgiving? Uh, like? No, because we're from Arkansas. But we do eat sweet potatoes. We I, sure do. Do you eat them from a can? No. no. Well, you do the sweet potatoes with marshmallows oh, on top? Yeah. And brown yes. sugar. See, yes. I'm not. And, and honey. You, and some pecans. You take and chop up I some pecans. I put pecans on half of mine. Yeah. If, if oh, yeah. I, sometimes I don't even use pecans. If I do, it only goes on half. Yeah, that's weird to me. So Maybe why you should come to my Thanksgiving this year. Well, what am I going to do with my own Thanksgiving? I'm doing mine the Friday after. You can do yours and then come to mine. Mm-hmm. All right. Friday. Right. Two Thanksgivings? Th- yeah. And I if we can, can find, th- can you do yours Saturday? Because then we can just have Thanksgiving three days in a row. No, I'll yeah. be up in Third North Arkansas during Thanksgiving. Are you going to be hunting? Huh? Going fishing. Oh. oh. We're going to take start a new tradition, go up there and fish on the White River. Oh, I like That's it. Nice. I love Thanksgiving traditions. Yep. Yeah. Do you, okay, do you have a Thanksgiving tradition? Uh, duh, winning Thanksgiving every year. Oh, that's your tradition. Yeah, it, it so absolutely it's is. So it's competitive. Uh-huh. Competitive you, you want in tradition. on this? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, a lot of folks, you know, here in the wing and around, you know, they're going to be traveling out of state, you know, going to see loved ones, and maybe maybe they're not doing Thanksgiving at home. Maybe they're going to grandma's or they're going to an aunt or, aunt or uncle's uh, right. place for, for Thanksgiving. And, again, it is – we all know everybody and their brothers traveling on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Right. Everybody's trying to get out of town, trying to get on the highways, and they are congested at three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, put that time, you know, in your when you're doing your itinerary for wherever you're going, you know, you know, make sure that you've put in enough time to get there safely and you're not having to speed, you're not having to take unsafe actions to get there on time to grandma's house for Thanksgiving or wherever you're going. Uh with that said, you know, when you're traveling, make sure, again, you have some type of emergency kit in your vehicle, something to, you know, inflate a tire if you have a tire going down, your triangles if you're on the side of the interstate. Uh, if you're, you know, and I think, Melody, we were talking about this before we got on the podcast. If you find yourself in a bad situation, uh, you're sh- stranded, you're lost, uh, your cell phone's going down, change your voicemail message on your phone that says, hey, I've got a flat tire, my car's broke down, and I'm here at this location. You know, please send help. That way, if your phone does go dead or if you do lose signal, people are going to try to call and find out where you are. At least that message is out there for them to know where you're at and to get help to you. Right. That's a great idea. And just looking ahead, um, it looks like the temperatures here are going to be pretty mild in in the 50s, but the lows are going to be in the in the 30s, and when I say 30s, I mean like 32, which is straight up freezing. So also in that, if you're going to be traveling um, out of state by car to somewhere that's much colder, go ahead and put a blanket in that safety kit too. Have have a couple of bottles of water or something, and then um, maybe you know you mentioned how how hectic the roads are going to be, you know JD. But maybe you think about leaving a little bit earlier because something's either going to happen or you're going to hit traffic. Uh, and take a snack and something to keep yourself entertained, especially if you have kids. The safest thing you can do on a road trip is keep those kids entertained. I don't even have kids, and I can tell you that one. Got to have the snacks. Yeah. And again, you know, with, with social media so prevalent, uh, you know, and a lot of folks are going to be on Interstate 40. You know, there's a good app out there about Interstate 40 or whatever major roadway you're on. You can you can like those pages, and it can give you updates on the flow of traffic if there are accidents, you know, if you need to take – 
an alternate route to get around that. There's good information on some of the social media out there, you know, that you can use while you're on your trips. Yeah. And the, the Arkansas Department of Transportation has their iDrive Arkansas map, too. And then also, um, I noticed the other day, I, I honestly couldn't tell you if it was Apple Maps or Google Maps, but whatever map I was using, um, I, I got a little pop-up that told me that someone had somehow reported a, a traffic thing, and I really thought that was only in some of the other apps, like Waze yeah. or something like that. So a lot of these a lot of these map apps and a lot of these social media channels have good real-time information, or near real-time at least, information mm-hmm. about the road you're on. My dad has an iPhone. I have an iPhone. So we have the location service turned on for each other. So anytime I want to know where my dad is, I just look in there and I say, find my friends, and I've find where my dad is. And I'm like, okay, he's right where he's supposed to be or whatever. And he can do the same thing for me. And it's actually come in handy before I was picking up my brother um, and I got lost in, you know, down in Florida. And so I wasn't familiar with the area. I had to pick him up by a certain time. It was getting dark. It was getting late. And my dad was like, man, she's been gone for a long time. So he looked on the find my friends thing and saw that I was completely not where I was supposed to be. So he called me and literally gave me directions as he was watching me move on my find my friends so same concept apply it to traveling during the holidays sure and let me just say for people that are all about their privacy and not having location services turned on I, I totally get that too right but this time of year it is a lot busier um, there's a lot going on in the car everyone's excited so just go ahead and turn it on for a couple of days you can regain your privacy after that but you know, the worst thing you could do is miss a sign and get lost somewhere and, and no one know where you're going. You might not right. have a chance to change that voicemail, but somebody being able to um, look at that location service uh, could, you know, yeah. could could be how it is. Yeah. So. But, you know, we're, we're talking about traveling away, but what do we need to think about back at home is, again, if you're going to be gone for several days, you know, a lot of folks have already started Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. and they've got their, their presents and stuff they're already, you know, stockpiling at the house. And so if you're gone for a few days, again, you don't want to post mess stuff on your on your Facebook or your social media that says, hey, we're out of town. We're going to be gone to Grandma's till next Tuesday. Right. And then people see that and then break into your house. So you need to be very cautious on what you post on social media. You know, have a trusted friend or somebody pick up your mail or pick up the papers because we all know that there are people out there who are looking. They're going to find a house where the mail's built up or there's papers that and they know somebody's not home. So make sure that you're, you know, taking care of and protecting and keeping your home safe while you're away. Yeah, we don't want a home alone situation. I don't know. And I'll hit somebody with a paint can if they try to steal my yeah. Christmas presents. I got a lot of uh, micro machines, too, for them to slip on. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is getting on. deep. So, so basically what you're saying is that before people go out of town for Thanksgiving, they should booby-trap their home on the off chance that the sticky bandits break in. I think you should. Yeah. I, I'm I, to all it. of our listeners, if you're leaving... Um, you know, is this where alone. our decla- disclaimer needs to come in? Probably. This is probably a really good spot for the disclaimer. Yeah. Because we're, we're now telling people to um, to protect their home, but whoever breaks in is not going to be in a safe situation. Yeah. So we're losing like the, holiday safety. Like the like the um, thing where he like lit his head on fire. Oh, gosh. That was awesome, right? <laughs> he opens the door and he's like, ah! Like, hey, what was, the tur- what was the turkey suspected of? Probably arson. Foul play. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Every time we we start getting to where we talk about fire, the safety officer just brings it right yeah, back. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. That could be a bad thing, you know, especially with deep frying turkeys. Mm. You know, a lot of folks are sitting there now. You said it a while ago. The temperatures are going to be cold. People are getting their fireplaces and all that stuff. 
Fire pits. Yeah, fire pits. You know, maybe doing bonfires outside. Do not throw gas on a bonfire. So I I was just going to see if we could give, like, some multiple choices. But, okay, so gasoline is not supposed to be thrown on the fire. No. What about um, paint thinner? Uh, No. No. Okay. What about? What should we put on? Well, really, you're not supposed to put any combustible liquids, you know, when you're building a fire. Just use some nice kindling. Well, you can use good kindling. Uh, You can go to the store and you can buy those uh, fire logs that uh, you put in your fireplace to start a fire. Yep. Get those fire logs, a couple of those, put them under your bonfire, light it up. It'll be good to go. But again, uh, you know, don't throw gas. Don't throw kerosene. Don't throw paint thinner or diesel fuel, any of that stuff. No propane tanks. No propane tanks, none of that. Uh, I have seen, though, people that have the tiger torches that are hooked up to a propane tank, kind of like a flamethrower that they use to start their bonfires, and those are safe as long as you're wearing all your PPE and making sure that you're doing it in a safe manner. That's a good way to get a bonfire started. But all the the combustible liquids you need to have away, you know, people might be out there wanting to make s'mores and that stuff, you know, around the holidays. So, again, uh, if you're, yeah, I can see y'all nodding y'all's heads mm-hmm. now. But if you're out there doing it again, be safe. Make sure you're watching the kiddos, keeping them away from the fire. And making make sure also that if you're building a bonfire, you know, keep it as small as possible. You don't need to have a two-story bonfire going on. Make sure, you know, you just keep it keep it kind of simple. Story and a half. Story and a half. Uh, okay. Eight feet. How about six feet? Okay, that's fair. All right. Six feet is fine. I mean, six feet is still a pretty big bonfire. But COVID restrictions, I know it's hard to maintain those restrictions if you have a lot of family members and friends over at the house. But um, do your best still to maintain as much as you can those those restrictions. Sure. And I remember last year, um, you know, some of the tips we were talking about was if it was feasible, you know, uh, financially and weather-wise. Um, open some of the windows in your house, get a little bit better airflow in there. Uh, I know a lot of people in the last year have um, gone ahead and invested in some type of, of affordable air purifier um, that kind of helps out. You know, just, just things like that that you can do that, you know, really COVID, COVID aside, obviously COVID is still our hot topic, but I mean, why not breathe a little slightly more purified air and why not get a little bit better airflow in your house? And, or and the health benefits are just kind of an added bonus at that point. Right. And you could even set up a table outside if it's nice enough and warm enough. Um, like, why not do that? That, you know, have like a nice big table out there. Do like a, a Thanksgiving picnic. Yeah, oh, a Thanksgiving lovely. picnic. You know, you could always do something like that. So there's a lot of ideas you can. And then you could, you could take do. your little glass candle jars and wrap rope around it and just have a very lovely, rustic Thanksgiving. Pa- oh, do wait, the that's, that's a different podcast. The porch thing. Oh, I, do have, I do have a porch. Oh, no, yeah, I, I think we're getting into Christmas here. I think we're going to have another podcast here in a few weeks, aren't um, we? Yeah. We're, we're going to talk that. about Christmas and yeah. the Christmas trees and all that stuff. Yeah. We don't want to use all of our tricks right now. I know. I just love Christmas I mean, I was trees. just talking about decorating. I decorating? Just, decor- I, like I was talking about decorating my candle jars. Yeah, well, she was. But you know... One last thing. Candles outside. <laughs> you know what about Friday? What's going on Friday? Black Friday. My Thanksgiving shop. But also shopping. That's why I do my. That's uh, guys. Y'all know I hate to be in a store shopping, so that is why I do my Thanksgiving the Friday after. We used to do it the Saturday after. Here's the thing: it's not really the shopping. Uh, we always do it uh, for the Razorback game. So whatever oh. time the Razorback game is really what dictates what time we have. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner, but since it's become a Friday game so many years, it has really just been a blessing in disguise that I don't have to feel any additional pressure to go fight with 80 bazillion of I my favorite friends in a never, store. 
never do that. Well, I've done it once. We have probably a lot of the listeners out there. They're going to be out there shopping. Probably. So we so should again, address this. We need, you know, this the, the personal safety aspect of it. You know, don't go shopping alone if at all possible. You know, go in a group. Uh, make sure if you're at a large mall or a shopping center, make sure you try to park as close to the to the store as possible. You know, don't park on the back. You know, and those those vehicles are, are more apt to be burglarized uh, on the back side of the parking lot versus the ones closer to the store. Make sure you kind of hide or disguise the packages and the stuff that you've got in your vehicle. That way, if somebody is walking through, they won't see that new Xbox or that new iPhone or that new tablet laying there. So make sure you keep that stuff covered up. Uh, again, personal safety uh, is, is paramount on that uh, yeah. Black Friday shopping. Uh, and if you uh, don't want to do the Black Friday shopping or if what Sergeant Crawford said just scared you, um, you can always do cyber shopping, like the cyber deals that they have, like whether it's like the big stores or small um, shops, you know, some of them do the same thing that you would go into a, a brick and mortar store for. So that's what I do, and just so much less stress. I uh, just worry about cooking my beautiful turkey and winning Thanksgiving. You're on that winning Thanksgiving, aren't you? All I do is win, win, win. I would like to challenge you. Let's do it. Can uh, you be our judge? I'll Tell be us the who judge. Wins Thanksgiving. Okay. How are we going to do this though? Like, so we'll each, wanna, we'll each bring in a, pl- a plate of leftovers no, Monday no, no, for no. Thanksgiving. No? Okay. Well, we're going to take pictures too, but you're going to have to take the food. I want to see a picture of the table setting. Okay. That's that's Done. how that's how the winner's going to be determined, not by taste. Wait a minute. The what? table setting or the the spread of my Thanksgiving food setting? Well, the the setting and the spread of food. Got it. All right, and fine. we're gonna have we're gonna have colors gonna be in there. We're okay. gonna we're gonna we're gonna see, and that's is this gonna be like picking out a diamond ring cut clarity presentation? It's it's gonna be the presentation. That's mm-hmm. how we're gonna all we're right, gonna judge. All right, all right. Fine. and we have to post our tables on the podcast. Yes, yes, yeah, we will we'll do, do that. it in like we the comments. So all you guys, I tell you out what, there. let's do this. I won't be the judge. How the about listeners. the listeners are oh. the judge? Okay. Well, so you're, much pressure. You're, if there's if there's a tie, if, you're if the there's tie a tie, I'll be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Melody and I will be posting photos of our tables in the comments of this podcast. So check it out. Please don't make me be the deciding vote. That would be terrible. I'll still um, bring you a plate of leftovers. I might not have enough leftovers to share. But with Dave, you. probably not. Yeah. <laughs> the judge cannot. The judge could be bought. Oh, that's not fair. That is not that's, fair. That's not fair. She gave the 25-pound turkey away to the yeah. little old lady. If no. I had one extra pound, I would have been able to. So you got to take into consideration that I You're was. You're going to have to hide food from Dave. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide. All right. Sounds great. Sounds great. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and thank you guys for being here. Um, remember, uh, listeners, if you want to share recipes, if you want to share your Thanksgiving stories, in the comments, uh, just feel free to do so. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to hear about your ideas. Uh, Thank you guys for coming, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We are Mission Ready Airmen, providing premier training to the C-130 and cyber enterprises, capitalizing on partnerships to support the state and defend the nation. Our vision is to be a diverse family of airmen, dedicated, adaptive, and empowered to lead.